Hey guys, welcome back to Insomni Hours. I'm your host, Ranak Ham, and I'm here with Steven. Hey, one day, one simp. You know who it is. Yeah, and um, this is another conversation that we're kind of recording midway, and uh, we're talking about, uh, I guess, our dream jobs and how um, how we kind of view them. Well, the topic arised because I, I had asked Rat the question, why do, you, why do you think people don't pursue their dreams? Like, like, why do people always go for the safe, secure route? And you were, you were talking about that. Do you, you want to talk about that again? Yeah. So, um, honestly, I do find it interesting where it's like people have their dream jobs and their career jobs too, because like there's a difference, and mm-hmm. people don't really realize it. Because I sometimes ask like, "Oh, what are you doing for your major?" And my friends give me this the major response and what they want to do with their career path. But then I ask them later on, like, what do you want to do as a dream job? And I think people tend to really, I guess, fantasize about this dream job as if it's never going to happen. They kind of see it as this, as this like, uh, kind of thought in their head where it's like, it's not really achievable. And that's why they choose the career route. Why, why is that? Why do you think it's unobtainable? I, I think it's just in their heads, it, it isn't. Because career paths in general are just more comfortable for people to take because it's there for them already. And all they have to do is follow the steps required. Go to college, get a degree, get experience, and then get hired. So the same. So could the same not be applied with their dream jobs? Well, it's not even like they can't do it. It's more of like they convince themselves they can't do it. Because I think most people, like once they graduate high school, you know, they're told to go to college. Mm-hmm. They're told to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And... Um, once they really do it and get into that type of mentality, mm-hmm. it's really hard to change their mind that it's possible to do this certain dream job of theirs. So do you think your environment and atmosphere plays a big role in your mentality for your career path as well? Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's like, only you can make the choices in your life. Only you can like do certain things that you want to do. And I think that like if your parents told you to do certain things, you kind of are obligated to listen because like you grew by their rules and that type of environment is not something you can help but what you can do to help yourself is um kind of figure out what you really want to do like if you want to like pursue that path then it's kind of your choice to make it but i think it is hard in general to get rid of that like mentality just because that's how you grew up you know your parents helped you and you kind of grew up that way so how does someone grow out of that mindset then um i think through experiences because in my my previous um high school experiences once i graduated i definitely did feel more obligated to go the college route but as soon as i started like um going to college and meeting new people and creating new values for myself and like i finally realized like what i actually want to do and once I found that, is it came kind of clear to me, like, oh, like, now I kind of know I want to do this. And how was how was that triggered? I think the people I, I've met, I've, they've taught me a lot, honestly. And so, like, I definitely did pick at their minds a bit just about, like, how they are as a person or how they want to live their lives. And it helped, it helped me kind of create, like, a better, I guess, mentality for me. So, like it became much more easier for me to um, think that I can do photography. Like, 
because they're my biggest support systems like they would cheer me on every time and like i would do something related to that dream job like ever since i started um photography i basically like all my friends were just supporting me and that made me feel like it was doable Mm-hmm. And I guess like having that type of support system is definitely important for me too. So would you feel like if your friends were also pursuing their their dream jobs, it would inspire you more to to be more dedicated towards your towards your craft? Oh yeah, for sure. Because it's like you you surround yourself with the people who you want to be with. Because it's like if I'm surrounded by people who have my dream job, I'm definitely gonna be more pushed towards like like pursuing it and actually doing it but it also is pretty hard because all dream jobs aren't really all good they definitely do have a lot of effort and hard work that goes into it and i think that's where it kind of scares people away just because um um they might get into it for the next couple years or two and they might kind of get turned off by the idea just because um, they're not re- achieving the results they wanted. And I think that's what kind of pushes them away from actually, like, um, getting their dream job. Well, I kind of see it as, like, going to the gym, right? Yeah. So let's just say you have this ideal body that you want to get, right? Jacked. AF. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, so let's use that example. Uh, you're not going to get that overnight, obviously. And mm-hmm. You're not going to get that in three months. You're not going to get that in six months. Might not even be a year until you really get jacked. Mm. But it, it goes with the same with pursuing your dream job, right? Yeah. It's just like exercising. You have to consistently do it in order for you to get your dreams. And you can reach the goal closer if you're willing to take those steps to get to, to see those results, such as, you know, going to the... Uh, let's go to the body thing you know you mm. start changing your diet you start changing your hygiene routine you know things things like that that like really affect your health overall yeah couldn't the same be applied with chasing your dream job yeah of course because i feel like um overnight success doesn't really exist well all those overnight billionaires on bitcoin <laughs> look at that that's, that's kind of different <laughs> that's just really really lucky <laughs> but um in general like uh, i see what you mean with like the whole you gotta be consistent but i think i think honestly anyone could do it because like we've been consistent with college it's been four years and we've been consistently doing school work yeah know? so why do people consistently do college work and believe that that is the path but they don't believe their dream job is not possible it's because their college is another environment like if you're surrounded in college you're surrounded by people who have certain majors and the common questions you get is like what's your major what do you want to do in your career path so it kind of sounds like you're saying the the environment people you surround yourself with affects your overall drive towards a certain goal so mm. say hypothetically right if you want to be a model right mm. if you surround yourselves around models too who are working very hard mm-hmm. towards that goal it's very likely you would also be there as well right yeah because i i've had occasions too where um, students would help me feel more confident in my schoolwork because i would go on all-nighters and stuff and i had like friends with me that i'll be studying and it kind of like helps motivate a little bit to do your work because you're, you're all there studying and i think um that's that's basically like the mentality everyone has you, you gotta study you gotta ace this test you gotta do this the essays do and the more people you have around you that like do the same thing so you're more likely to keep going at it 
Yeah, so if that's the case, then, you know, like these dream jobs that people dream of, you know, they're afraid for the security and everything, but why don't they just surround themselves around people who want to do the same dream jobs as them? Because you guys are all in the same boat now. You guys are all on this on this rocky boat and any one of you can fall over, right? Mm-hmm. But you're there to help each other keep afloat. One person falls over, you you know, put your hand out to bring them back up or throw them a life jacket or something, right? Mm-hmm. But also, I, I truly believe that you gotta teach people how to swim as well. Mm-hmm. Meaning, saying, if you didn't know how to swim, right, and let's just say you were drowning, even though I know how to swim, me personally, I wouldn't throw you that buoy until you're like really drowning, like 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 you're about to die. Uh-huh. But I want to see how like you progress under pressure, mm. because that's the only way you can truly truly evolve and learn how to swim. You know, you might be panicking and everything, but that's you know you're under pressure, you're freaking out. But I think that's when you're most vulnerable and most willing to change as well. Mm. So you're kicking your feet, you're paddling your hands and everything. And then before you know it, you're swimming, you're staying afloat. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that could be applied with anything in life. Is you take that initial risk is very very scary, yes. But you figure it out along the way. You learn how to kick, you learn how to paddle, and before you know it, you're floating. Yeah. And then you start looking at it like, holy shit, I'm swimming. Yeah, that definitely does make sense. It's just. Um... I guess to common people, it's just harder for them to kind of realize that. Just because, um, like, uh, for example, when I was in high school, um, I didn't really have much social connections or, like, friends at all. Well, I did have friends, but we weren't, like, as close as my college friends. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea is that um, once I went to college my freshman year, I should have talked to no one. I just, um, I was my roommates with uh, Lucas um, my very close friend and all we did was did everything together didn't really talk to much people not really even attempted to and I was I was used to that type of like mentality it's not like I was stressed about it or like I want to make new friends it's just I'm comfortable with that type of mindset so what changed uh meeting my college friends just because after sophomore year started I began to um, make more friends and then that friend so how did how did this come about though like like what made you want to go out to make new friends because you said you two would just hang out with each other mm. every single day like, you guys didn't go out or anything but what changed what made you guys want to go out and meet new people well I think it just took one person like for me I met that one person and then that one person introduced me to more mutual friends and then more friends are friends and then friends are friends and I kind of, once I got the taste of, like, how friends are, like, you know, the connections you make, the activities you do, like, how much fun you guys have, I kind of just got, I guess, really used to that idea after I met more people. And once I got used to that, it's just, now I treasure my friends, and I I definitely uh, do want to support them, but also it kind of naturally works the other way around, too. And I I guess I appreciate them a lot, because, like, um, Ever since I started trying to pursue my dream job, they definitely have been supporting me a lot. It's it's um, it's, it's something like I didn't realize it does take a lot of effort for me because photography is not something that's easy. I definitely still have a lot to learn, but because I have so much like really good friends, um, they definitely did help me create my own values and how 
to kind of keep going. So how how were you able to determine like close friends? Because you had just mentioned you know you were just meeting people and you said that one person changed everything. But how did how did you come to that conclusion? Like man, this person's like somebody I really like. Um, it was not too recent. Um, for me, at least, once quarantine started, I definitely did find myself talking to fewer people. I don't get me wrong; I definitely do appreciate everyone like I've met and like the experiences we had. And I definitely don't take it for granted. You got they definitely like taught me a lot of things. And um, I think for me, like once quarantine started, it kind of made me realize like who I would keep talking to for the long term. Or who would stick by my side, and that it's barely a handful of people. I count them all in like one hand, and I think that it's it's something important to realize because like friends come and go, but the friends that I definitely do think are gonna stick by my side for a long run, it's it's kind of um nice to to have just because um you know. The whole idea of like friends come and go it's kind of sad like you just kind of have friends and like you know you move and like you do something else why do you think that happens why do you think friends come and go it's just life bro like life changes and you change as a person and sometimes you don't really change the same rate as your friends like sometimes you grow a faster rate or they're growing at a different rate so what you're saying is you guys are growing apart from one another like you're growing out of them yeah because they're growing out of you some exactly like it's we're all different people and we all have our own ways of growing and sometimes um you can't really keep each other by your side too often because it's like you're not really the same people as before you know you're different now and trying to keep on that connection is like dragging your own self along like you're not really progressing as a person if you're trying to keep this t- same type of level of friendship and i think that um, the friends I have now or like the really close ones I tend to keep talking to they definitely do help me grow and like they want me to pursue my dream jobs they want me to better myself as a person and so how'd you how'd you decide these handful of people like what was it about them um I don't think it was anything too crazy because for me I I tend to put in the same effort with everyone once I meet them like I like when college hit I definitely put in a lot of effort like I try to make plans with them I try to create these conversations where we get to know each other more and once quarantine hit I kind of realized like um, there was only like a handful of people that also communicate back with me like it wasn't just me giving the effort and there was like some handful of people who would enjoy hanging out with me and keep this relationship that we have so um one of, one of my friends asked me this question once he said uh he he would get scared when like friends like not 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 close friends but friends that would like reach out to him mm-hmm. he knew that it was always a request by them like they were always gonna ask him for something so that 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 got him like really afraid to like you know uh talk to certain people mm-hmm. and uh I'm I'm a person who's always outgoing to initiate and yeah, like the first few times he was he was like, Oh, what does this guy want? Like what does he want from me? Like why is he contacting me? We're not even that close. 
Mm. And I'm just, I just told him straight up. I'm just like, bro, can I just not check up on you? Can I just like not like talk to you, hang out with you? Mm. He's like, no, it's not that. It's just not normal for me. So he's not used to it. Yeah. So that's what he was telling me, and he was, he was also saying that like, you know, do you ever get like the feeling of like, you know, you you lose contact with people because you stop contacting them? Mm. And he was saying like, like, would you consider those people as like your close friends? If, like, you guys stop talking, right? You stop initiating, and, you know, you guys stop because you're always the one who's initiating. Uh-huh. And I have told him, I said, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that because people people are all different. Uh-huh. There are initiators, and those there are those who, you know, who wait or who, who like to be, uh, you know, uh, what's the right term for it, to be reached out to. Uh-huh. Like, I have a lot of friends like that who aren't the initiating type. But mm. once you hit them up, they be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Like you met my friend yesterday. Mm. Uh, he he's that type too. He he hardly ever like reaches out to people, but when people reach out to him, he's always down to do stuff. So how do you really determine like who's a good friend or not based off that scenario I just gave it to you? I think um, I guess you can go based off of who I am. So I I definitely do initiate stuff in the beginning, but I'm kind of a mix of initiator and getting reached out to because I don't because in the beginning my freshman year I didn't even talk to anyone I was a very introverted kid and I think I learned how to become the initiator and with that like it kind of mixed how I am as a person with initiating and wanting to be reached out to and I think the initiator could only become that if you're not really insecure about um, not getting reached out to like you're fine with always doing the effort because in the end it doesn't affect you if you're not really you know insecure about it because you just want to talk to friends and that's really your only intention you want to catch up on them you know but the people who don't want like don't really reach out I think for them it's just that's what they're used to and um sometimes I think I, I know some friends who don't really reach out and that's fine that's just their personality but it's like um also you have to realize like who they are as a person like if you want to keep them as a good friend you have to also accept who they are and for me i definitely did i had like a couple of like friends who were like really really like that like they don't really reach out at all but when you do it's like just it still feels the same like you're still good friends and you catch up and you want to hang out but I guess the insecurity part is what makes it different. Because you don't, like, if, if, okay. So the friends I didn't really reach out to as much. I think in the beginning, like, once quarantine started, or in, during the process, I was pretty, like, sad about losing friends. Like, I was pretty insecure about it. But then um, one of my close friends, she, they, <laughs> that person told me that um, basically... How do you want to live your life? Like, how, like, do you want to live it, like, regretting that, oh, you should talk to this person or, like, keep being friends with this? Or do you want to live it where it's, like, you pursue what you want to do in life and later on, once you guys meet again, it's like you've done so much things for yourself and you've become successful in these type of things and you kind of just catch up and talk about it. It's kind of like a reward, too, because it's like you've accomplished so much things and you kind of come back to your friends and, like, because in the end we're all individual people we all have to kind of figure out what we want to do but kind of having those close friends or friends in general 
like you catch up and stuff it kind of makes you feel happy like oh yeah like i've done this and this like what do you what have you been up to because in the end you're still you're going to be different people <laughs> like if you achieve certain things you're not the same person and once you go back to them it's like meeting a whole new different person so that kind of made me less insecure or a lot less <laughs> actually so uh, at what point do you determine that you have that type of connection with a friend where you guys can drift away for X amount of time, come back and act like, well, not act, but like, you know, there's like no time pass between yeah, you, you guys just, at all. The new vibe is normal. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Because I think it was because I've had a, a very, like a best friend, basically, mm-hmm. that taught me what that's like. So it's like I knew what like a close friend would be like if that were to happen. And I, and that handful of friends I've had, I have, they definitely are that type. Like I have some friends where it's like, if I don't talk to them for a while, we just hit each other up randomly. Like, yo, what's up? <laughs> or like, I can talk to them whenever. Like it can be like a year or two, or like we talk like once every month or two, and it feels like nothing's changed. We still know about each other. We know about certain details about our lives, and and then you guys kind of catch up on the new things. I think like having that is kind of like the best friendship because like you have a healthy amount of time to yourself and then you have a healthy amount of time for your like your close friends and you're still making new friends along the way you know some might stick some might not it's not really anyone's fault it's just how life goes and it's kind of your choice as, as a person too do you want to keep being friends with certain people and i feel like you know they they embed certain values in you that you don't really see until you like talk to some more certain new people like oh like now i'm like this and now i'm like this it's like i guess they just help you in the chain of growth you don't really like think about it until like stuff happens but yeah it's, it's, it's interesting friends are interesting there's a lot of stuff that that makes me happy for them but then sometimes makes me sad so have you ever thought about like you know, when, you know, if you ever plan to, but like the day you get married, who's, who's going <laughs> to be like your groomsman and who's going to be there? Like, like, can you, can you like say for certain right now that you know that this person will be there, that person will be there, this person will be my best man, da, 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 you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, like just thinking about it, like, you don't have to like say it out loud, but like just, I, do you want me? I can say it out loud. I mean, that, that's up to you, but like, do you, do you? have like belief that the people that you're thinking of right now will be there no doubt uh for sure one person for sure uh-huh. just because he's my childhood friend uh-huh. and i've known him for like x amount of years like 13 uh-huh. plus years am i gonna be there i'll be the photographer that's what i want you can pay me <laughs> no i want you to have fun bro you're not gonna be taking photos you're gonna enjoy it with me um it's not for certain yet but I do think it'll take time for me to realize this stuff because mm-hmm. in general I haven't even thought about weddings mm-hmm. I don't even know like what I don't even have a girlfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I got their steps to this mm-hmm. and I don't really know like because I guess I know you've been thinking about weddings a bit but I I generally don't like have any, any interest in them that right now mm-hmm. but I can see what you mean I definitely do have some people in mind and I don't know. It looks kind of fun in the future, but not right now. <laughs> yeah, because I have, I have strong conviction that the people that I'm thinking of right now will show up, no doubt. And you know, I I believe everybody should get there at, at one point in time. Mm. But uh, 
again, I, I truly believe both parties play their part too. But uh, of course, in, in order for like you, as yourself, in order for you to like be considered a good friend for that other person, is I think you have to have some type of impact on them, regardless how small it is. Because I think that impact will always, always be there, and you always be remembered. Because you'd be, you know, when they when they reflect back on you, they're like, "Oh shit, I remember this guy back in college. He was the kid that like said this." Thing. I'm like, "Oh my god, yo, how are you?" They're, they're, like, they're genuinely curious because you had an impact on them in some some shape or form. And um, I'm I'm very lucky because um, so my my love language is quality, hmm. like quality time. And every single person that I meet. I always try try to have a quality conversation with him because I hate fucking dull, mm. dry ass conversation. Oh, what are you majoring? Da, da, da. All that bullshit. I don't. I hate that, all that. All right. I don't. I don't talk about that stuff you. because that you. stuff is just a waste of time. Why have small talk? Why waste my time? Why waste your time? Mm. So I, I think it's always important to talk about something that we all think about, which is like you know, your dreams. What do you think about this topic? What do you think about that? And uh, I guess a quick story is uh. I believe I told you already, but uh, I was at this party. This dude was giving me this, uh, this fucking dirty look the entire day. Mm. And, uh, I finally walk up to the kid, and I, and I just go up to him with like no hostile intentions of that. Oh, I'm just talking to him. I was like, "Yo, what's up? What's your name?" And then, you know, we introduced to each other. <laughs> oh shit, he's choking. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, continue on with the story. <laughs> Yo, he's out and dying. We ain't cutting <laughs> this out. But, yeah. So anyway, so me and this kid, Holy we start. We just start talking, and then uh, we get really deep into this rabbit hole because I started telling him about like how how I'm going go how I'm gonna go all in with my dreams and everything, and he was just like, dude, that's that's so crazy because I've always wanted to like be like you, like pursue pursue my dreams and just be so adamant about it, just so determined, and it's unfortunate because I can't do that anymore. Yeah, he he was a like he already graduated so he was an alumni but he was just saying that like dude i just got i got caught up into this college mentality you know just partying hooking up with girls and i didn't really think and reflect upon it like that oh, man maybe i should do something else something that's more rewarding in life uh-huh. and we hella just hit it off that entire night and it was funny because we both had dates that night too and uh his his girl was like bugging him because she was trying to hang out with him and then uh the chick that i came with she was trying to hang out with me and i'm just like bro it's fucking bro time right now <laughs> and uh we we basically just brushed those two girls aside and we just basically talked for the rest of the night mm. and it was literally insane because i never expected to have that type of impact on him and then um after that you know we we keep in contact and it's it's just ironic how things work yeah but yeah mm. i i think that's what you know continues a relationship is that that impact and uh you know just being consistent always uh reaching out to them because i i don't know if you remember but my friend you know when he called me he just like bro i like thanks for always like keeping in contact and reaching out to people he's like i like that and uh, because you know i feel like not not enough people do that because like Mm. you said people grow apart yes that's true and everything but dude we have instant access to everybody so we Mm. have no excuse instant access we're literally all one phone call away Mm. so we literally all have no excuse of why we can't reach out to one another (coughs) Yeah. Sorry about that. I I, I died. He was choking on some cock. <laughs> no, it was juice. <laughs> but it was it was well, I almost died. But yeah, I agree. Cause um only took me till recently to realize that I can just hit up anyone and I'll be fine with it. Cause I enjoy like catching up with people. It's kinda like what are you doing with your life now? Type of thing. And um it's just like this handful of people I, I 
do keep in contact with it's like um we just vibe easily if that makes sense like one just saying hi just creates this whole vibe already and we're already like it's as 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 if we like we haven't like stopped talking for the x amount of years that's why like those are my i guess the close handful of people so is there like a certain topic (coughs) to talk about with them that like that's the thing deep and then that's when you realize like oh my god i like this guy i like this girl no that's the thing there's no specific topic i think because we vibe like really well that everything just comes naturally Mm. and certain certain story comes out i don't know then like we started talking about deep stuff then we're talking about like i don't know how 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 are you doing stuff like that like it doesn't really have a pattern per se like yeah. every conversation can go like any direction that's what i like about it so what's funny <laughs> is uh going off the topic of how, how are you doing so uh, one of my ex-girlfriends back when we were in the talking phase she used to be like really concerned about me because i would always ask her how her day was yeah and she, she was just like dude i get those dms from like dudes all the time and it's just you know it's just numb to me like it literally means nothing and when you when you kept saying that to me i didn't think anything of it too Within, you know, once we started getting more serious and more intimate, I, that it started having meaning, and it started meaning more to me. And I went with the attention of I've always wanted to know how she was genuinely doing that day. Mm. Like I know it's like a casual thing you normally just say to one another, like, like it's a courtesy. But like I was genuinely curious, and she didn't she didn't see it that way. And when I told her that, she I think that's when like she really caught feelings for me because I was very in touch and I just appreciate all the little things I guess. And then uh. Mm. yeah so we just hit it off from there but uh yeah I, I really don't um you know take those things too lightly especially with like my friends like if they genuinely ask oh how are you i, I genuinely tell them like oh shit this is going on because it sparks conversation <clears throat> you know if you haven't talked to them in a while like, yeah like i talked to one of my friends right i was like oh how are you i haven't talked to her in like four four months maybe mm. and she's like oh my god Steven, I got into grad school. I was like, oh shit, no way. She, and I was like, where are you going? She's like, dude, I'm in New York City. I was like, whoa. And I was just like so hyped for her. And then we started catching up. And they're like, oh my God. It's like, I got to see you in person so we can celebrate. She's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Mm. And it's just stuff like that, you know? Just mm-hmm. a small little conversation like that. And I think it, you know, it just sparks something between people. Yeah. It, also, it's like the emotional connection. It's not really something too easy to get to. Yeah. especially with them um, with college friends you definitely do have to build it gradually but for me at least I, I didn't do that at all I kind of just like like you, how you are like quality time I kind of don't really I mean I definitely do say how are you or how what are you doing in your life like how's college whatever but at some point I do kind of get into the the nitty gritty of like what's your dream job or what's your, what do you see your life in like this amount of years or basically like how are you as a person and like what what do i want to get to know you about Mm. and kind of that also allows me to tell them about myself Uh so it's like in a way i learned more about myself that i really didn't know until i met them so what about what about (laughs) me how did you come to the conclusion that like you you vibe with me really well because i've only known you for a month and we we started this podcast together we literally have like a fucking (laughs) deep conversation every single night we literally do photography. We literally do everything with one another besides use the bathroom. I mean, we can change that. I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm I mean, just we, kidding. Can, we can sort by a little bit. I'm kidding. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Mate, I'm just kidding. Um, I think it's just the vibe. Because, like, like I said... What do you mean by vibe? That's such an ambiguous term. 
I guess it's just like I'm able to just speak. Like if we, like a conversation flows so smoothly to the point where it's like I say whatever I say, you say whatever, and then it kind of just creates a flow where it's like it just comes back and forth. Mm. There's not really any awkwardness. There's no like stop in time or like oh shit, what do I say next? It kind of just comes out. <laughs> like there's not. That's why I mean by vibe because it's like you don't you don't really pay attention to it, but one point you're just speaking and then the other point you're just listening and it kind of bounces back and forth to a point where it's like are we having a conversation right now or are we just we're just vibing because <laughs> it's like I, that's why I like those type of conversations because it's like if you're you click with someone you never know who you're going to click with too mm. but if you click with someone it kind of comes naturally mm-hmm. and I guess that's why I really enjoy in like meaningful connections so you had mentioned that in, in our very first conversation you felt inspired afterwards why, yeah. why was that um first of all i was always interested in photography mm. and kind of i like took photography class or like i'm taking a videography class right now like before you moved in so like once you moved in and i figured out you're a photographer there were a lot of things that inspired me i was oh. like wow like i'm already doing this i'm trying to pursue it and then i met you and it kind of led me to be like oh shoot so like this is happening right now so we got we got to <laughs> you sound like a fucking girl who's like blushing for a dude who just caught yeah, feelings shit bro oh my god i have feelings for him <laughs> no, but like yeah and then like after that like you were so open to teach me about like all these things too so mm-hmm. I, was, I was very grateful for like like it could have been like a different photographer like someone who was just like an introverted dude who i rarely would talk to but it mm-hmm. so happened to be someone i i actually vibe with pretty well and that helped a lot because it made me more, I guess, open with photography and, like, how I express myself as a person. Mm. <clears throat> but, yeah, like you said, like, you definitely are going to have impact because it's, like, you're you're there at the beginning of my photography career. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy to have been here. And, again, like how we keep saying, it's kind of it's crazy how everything just lined up. There's it it a little bit of fate, too, that we did meet each other. That was very similar. And, uh, you know, you, you inspire me, too, whether or not you believe to, you know, I know you're just beginning photography and everything, but it gets me back in touch with all of it, the basics, learning how to become a teacher, learning how to teach you to do all that, and also, you know, you get in your permit and everything too. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like very excited for all this for like your new chapters in your life, mm. because like how you're saying, I was, I was there in the beginning, and I'm just grateful to have been there because uh, I'm in, a, I'm in a very giving state of mind, mm. and um, you know, I feel like I just recently developed that. And, I feel like everybody, everybody who learns how to lead or wants a follower, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what creates some of the greatest people in the world is great leaders. Mm-hmm. But in order to become one, you also had to become a great student at one point too. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully when it's your time, you're able to give back to someone as well when it's when it's time. But um, you know, you you were mentioning earlier about uh, traits about like initiating and everything, and that kind of brought up the idea of uh, leaders to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you do you believe leaders are naturally born or do you think they can be nurtured into it hmm um I think what type of leaders do you mean just like leaders in general or do you leaders such as people with charisma people who are uh what's the right term able to just connect with a lot of people and inspire people to to do to, to yeah to reach a certain objective or goal because uh 
whether or not you believe it, I I truly see leadership qualities in you, and I don't know if you ever saw it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and me personally, I believe leaders are naturally born. So I think there was always a leadership quality in you that was just hidden, and that mm-hmm. like you know maybe maybe certain events had to occur in your life for that to finally come out. Because whether or not you believe it, it it's like the stories you tell me with your friends. And everything it seems like everybody gravitates towards you and it's no accident why everyone comes to you for relationship problems why everybody wants to hang out with you like why people reach out to you and everything you have charisma whether or not you believe it and i i know you don't like compliments and everything but you, you should think about all this too it's like these are these are qualities that many people do not have just think about it like the, all the friends that you have do you do you see this charisma in and in, in everybody that like that like you know of it's it's very very rare and uh, I'm I'm glad to have like see this in you, and uh, it's inspiring for me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's what I believe. So I think I think leaders are naturally born. I don't think anybody can be nurtured into a leader. The reason being is because it's just a natural thing. Like it just flows. It's just you. It's not forced. You're not groomed to be this leader because of these uh, concepts that was written in a book or. Mm this and that because I, I just feel like it's a natural thing once you have forced leaders it just kind of seem like, like people don't want to follow them and mm. yeah that's what I truly believe natural leaders hmm. yeah I've never really thought about that the ideas of that huh yeah I, I kind of agree because it's like I think leaders once given the opportunities to prove that they're leaders they definitely do will we'll take it I, I've never really thought about life like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like my perspectives were never was never about leaders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you're kind of putting a negative connotation on leaders. No, no, it's it's a good thing because it's like if this world didn't have leaders, then how would we kind of um, operate? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But um, no, I just never saw it in that perspective. Yeah, it's, it's it's different. You know that, that's that's something to comment too. I see in uh, a lot of leaders that I know is that they never really wanted or were trying to become leaders. And I, that's why I believe in natural born leaders is it just happens because hmm. people just gravitate towards them. That's that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Sleep on it tonight. <laughs> Watch. You're gonna start. You're gonna start being mind blown because I, I like I told you I already see all this in you. And uh, it's an untapped potential. Okay. I see. I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so that was our mini conversation that's kind of uh, kind of midway for dinner or in the middle of the night actually it's about midnight again and yeah that's that's about it hope you guys have a good night and bye bye <laughs>